You are now about to go on a generic side quest. Hello, welcome everybody to the first ever episode of the generic transmission. This is Ricky the Leaf here. And I'm real. And we're going to go through some of the biggest gaming news of the past week. Today is May the 19th while we are recording this. It is a Sunday long weekend here in Canada, so oh, we're yeah. just enjoying it. Uh, getting some good weather finally here in Toronto. Um, but let's start. We're going to start off with some introductions since you guys don't really know us um, personally. Unless you know us personally. Unless you do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Amriel, you want to talk about a little bit about, I guess, I don't know, your gaming past, <laughs> um, what you're into? I grew up on the Ouya, <laughs> and my favorite game is Hello Kitty Racers. Very rare on the Wii U. <laughs> on the Wii. Wii U, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the Wii U, it's going to catch that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I have an extensive amount of video game knowledge, I would say, um, thanks to the plethora of video game knowledge YouTube channels. Yeah. Uh, all my shit is secondhand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have no connection with the actual industry at all, so. Um, but I do like games. I've fallen in and out of love with them throughout the years. But I am currently back on that tip. Cool. How about you, Ricky the Leaf? Uh, I probably have never fallen out of love with them. But basically, uh, it started back in the day with getting the Game Boy. And then, uh, funny thing is, I, my love for Nintendo, I'd say I'm not like a fanboy of any system. But I'm more in tune with Nintendo over the past decade than I ever was growing up because I was more of a you Sega a kid. S- shitty Sega yeah. kid. <laughs> I loved my uh, Genesis. Uh, but yeah, I always have been gaming, always like doing little projects. Basically Pixel? just... Yeah, Banana Pixel was a website started with a buddy and uh, so always been a fan of the industry and, and gaming in general. Um, so we're kind of not experts, but... You are hearing the best of amateur hour. Uh, yeah, <laughs> amateur hour, basically. Um, so what have you been up to playing this week? Uh, actually... This past week. Um, so I kicked off my gaming renaissance with one of the best, if not the best title on the Wii, wow. which is oh, Mario God. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh. Um. <laughs> I wanted to play that masterpiece again. Okay. Uh, and then I transitioned from that to SteamWorld Dig, which I beat in like two days. Which is a roguelike, right? Nah. No. It's not. <laughs> Darn it. I wanted our first ever episode to make reference to a roguelike. Um, it's fun though. Yeah. And I am I am now started SteamWorld Heist huh. for the very first time. Yeah, they're on sale right now, I think, on, um, on the, the Wii U as well as the, the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm still a Wii U gamer, by the way. Yeah, he doesn't have a Switch. I'm, I currently have the Switch. But What are you playing, yo? 
I, for some reason, am playing through part of my backlog. I mean, I guess that's a good reason, but um, mm-hmm. have been playing Detroit Become Human. I got it when it was like, I think during Black Friday, it was like 30 bucks or 25 bucks, something like that. Um, Is always that a, a digital or no physical? Uh, physical. Yeah. Always have been a fan of Quantic Dreams' uh, weird narrative-driven games. Heavy Rain, I still think, is an amazing game, despite its games plot holes and everything. that are in quotations. Yeah, it's more of an interactive experience. And here, like the production value, the story, it's great. Um, a little heavy-handed on some of the themes, and I know some critics had some problems with it, but I'm enjoying it so far. Um, so played that. I've played some, just like the standard Tetris 99. I'm still addicted to it, and there's the Maximus Cup this weekend. So I unlocked the Tetris theme, and oh man, it's so good! The it, has the, oh, it has the whole theme song and everything. So, yeah, so just uh, standard stuff like that have been playing this week, and um, yeah. I also um, after Galaxy Two, I popped in 3D World. Oh yeah, you were telling me uh, to collect all the flags, and I'm finally on Championship Road. Yeah, which is insane. It's so hard. Yeah, they say it's one of the hardest challenges probably in a Mario uh, like platformer. Yeah. And the uh, the controls for that game are kind of weird. Um, definitely no Galaxy 2 or even Odyssey. Yeah. Um, but still functional. It's still functional. People should not sleep on that game. Um, honestly, I think that game's going to get a little bit more of more credit after super mario maker comes out just because of the mode but we will go into super mario maker right now why not um we are going to move on to news quests where we're going to cover the biggest news biggest releases just some of the biggest topics of the past week in gaming and what better way to transition than into the super mario maker 2 direct that came out i believe it was on thursday it was about 15 minutes. Nintendo had tweeted the day before it came out that uh, there was going to be a, a direct on it. Um, my hype for the actual direct was up there, but I didn't know if they were just going to run through a bunch of features that we already knew about, or we were going to hear about a bunch of new stuff or big surprises. And overall, it what was, are your takes on on that direct? It was a fully loaded direct. Yep. Um everything that a sequel should be yep uh, mario maker 2 is yeah uh they had surprises they had fan wanted features um they had features that people didn't even know that they wanted (laughs) like the nighttime was cool yeah because it it just brings so many different uh gameplay variations that you can do with like the wind gusts at night yeah under or upside down in the underground area stuff like that gravity yeah the moon clearing the screen of the enemies that's cool um but like i mean true nintendo fashion not everything can be perfect and the 3d land the 3d world skin um is it separate thing so you can make 3d world 2d courses um which is kind of odd it's cool because they add in a bunch of the elements from the actual game mm-hmm. and they actually include um even more like the koopa car is brand new yeah that's not in 3d world at all no but it's only in the 3d world style in super yeah. mario maker yeah 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 uh what did you think of it um, are you getting it 
I'm I pre-ordered it already. Oh. As soon as after the direct the next day I pre-ordered <laughs> it. Um because I do know I actually I don't know, but um I know in Europe there's going to be a pre-order special at some retailers where you get a stylus, a Super Mario oh. uh a Super Mario Maker 2 stylus. Right. And I'm hoping we get that here. Most likely if we do, it's through EB, so I pre-ordered through there. Right. Um but I thought the direct was amazing. To be totally honest, everybody usually Anytime you talk about Super Mario Maker, always gets a ton of praise, and I thought it was a great game, but I'm not the creative type. I did not think the first one was a great game. I understand. We have spoken about this. I So technically speaking, I yeah, I'm not a creative type when it comes to that. I'm not going to create my own levels. I might. I'm going to tinker with it, but I'm not going to create anything that I'm going to want people to play because yeah. it's going to be trash. Well, luckily for you, this one has a story mode. Yeah, which actually seems pretty cool. Um, I know we'll probably burn through that within like three to five hours, I'm going to say. But maybe, yeah. Um, it's cool that they did put all the levels that are preloaded in the game into a story mode. Right. Um, I do like all these added new features that we have covered. And yeah, the direct, like they did a good job of covering stuff we knew about already. A bunch of new features and... I'm actually really excited for the multiplayer. The versus multiplayer seems mm. really cool. Though I don't know, I don't think it was confirmed if there's local multiplayer uh, it, other than it, if there, you're on your own Switch. There is local, but only two player. On the same screen? On the same screen. Mm. See, I would have liked to have it four. all four on it. Right. Um, and it, the two player um, on the same screen is online. So you can jump online to do the to to face another two people basically yeah, so yeah. kind of like how they do with um uh mario kart where you could get two mm -hmm. people on on one thing um i was actually looking forward to doing that locally but i mean online it'll still be sick as well i mean technically you could still do it locally you can have as long as everybody has their own switch it won't and be played off a of tv four games um but what uh what I would like to see, that I just thought of this right now. I don't know if anybody remembers the new Super Mario, the first new Super Mario Bros. for the DS and the multiplayer mode for that. Yeah, yeah. Where it was the star collecting. It was only a 1v1 mode, but that was really fun. That would and be didn't cool they do a you, coin mode in that too? They might have. I just remember, honestly, the stars, but right. that was super underrated for a game that wasn't that, I mean... No, the game the was, good. was good. The game the was, good. was good. It just the art style. I've never liked the new Super Mario Bros. franchise. Yeah, yeah. and it he always felt too floaty. Floaty, correct. Um, compared to like Super Mario World. Um, so yeah, no, the direct seems really cool. The thing that I was a little bit more concerned about, and it's not even so much about Super Mario Maker, um, was what they announced in the direct was that game voucher. That's uh, all right. You get 20 bucks off. That's not yeah, I, I guess people just have to be careful, people that don't look for deals, because they have games on there where literally if you buy both games, it works out the same price as if you bought it without the vouchers. Right. Um, but, I mean, if you have Nintendo um, online, it gives you another 12 months, basically. On no, you're no, you're talking about... Um, so what you're talking about is you can buy a, co a version of... Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 where it comes with 12 months yeah. of of online and I think it's only $10 more than the regular right. which is cool the vouchers one is the one where you get two game vouchers you for get 100 a, bucks yeah and you, you get can, a free you, game yeah. but the thing is like one of the games they have on there is Sushi Striker 
So sushi striker right now on Amazon, not through a reseller, is thirty bucks. They have to promote their shit, man. So uh, all I'm saying is people just have to be careful because it can be a really good deal. Especially, I think it's a good deal if you're buying brand new games. Like yeah. if you're doing this to get the digital copy of New Super Mario, uh, New Super Mario, sorry, of Super Mario Maker Two. And then let's say I don't know if Sword and Shield are on there, but if you want one of the Pokemon oh, games or if Animal Crossing when it gets like a date gets announced and it gets right. put on there, brand new games they're not going to go on well, sale. It's but, a Nintendo. Thing. But even if you were sleeping on like Splatoon two or one of the first party games, those usually don't go on sale. Arms for some reason is always ridiculously <laughs> priced. I love Arms, but I have no idea why it's always priced at like seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. So at least if you want to jump into Arms. You can save some money. It's not a ridiculous deal. I wasn't expecting Nintendo to be like, yeah, I get 50% off our games. Yeah. And the way they described it, it's like you have to do quick maths and then you have to realize, oh, it's just like 20 bucks. I, like, I don't think it should have been announced here. No, I think it was we- Where else would it, it be It was a little announced? bit weird. Like that could have been done as a tweet. Like I think it needed too much explanation in a thing that was about Super Mario Maker 2. It just, it was a weird explanation. They could have just said- it was. Hey, you get another game, 20 bucks off. See, it's like, okay, let's say they did the Direct for Smash, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, they spent a few minutes in the Smash Direct talking about how gold coins, Nintendo gold coins were. I just feel like, yes, it makes sense because if you buy a digital copy of Smash, right. you would get gold coins. No, but but it just didn't fit But that, the, the gold coins are more generic. This one is specific to Mario Maker. You I know? guess... I don't know. I know because they're also trying to promote it because Mario Maker is coming out in just over a month and a half. Oh, yeah. Right? So they do want to get this out there so people will pre-order that way. I don't know. It's not a huge deal, um, but that was something that left me with a little bit of like people just have to be careful when they're they're purchasing with those vouchers. I'm personally not going to do it because I like the physical copies. But one more thing I do want to mention and then we'll move on is the Invitational that they're doing at E3. Uh. I don't know how they're going to do that if you're going to if people are just going to come and make levels within a certain time limit and then like, I think um, on it. I think one year they had a bunch of YouTubers yeah. come in make a level in what in oh in, in Mario, Mario Maker, Maker the original and then have them have the YouTubers play the those levels. I think Matt Pat was in on it. I think the hmm. the completionist was in on it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll see generic side quests there in uh, 2023. (laughs) Worried. Okay. We are going to move on to the next story of the week, which is... My apologies. (laughs) Um, Actually, we're going to talk about Detective Pikachu, which just came out not... Well, yesterday was Friday. Well, technically we're past midnight. So about a week ago, Detective Pikachu came out um big peak uh, big pokemon fans in general started the detective pikachu game haven't really gone far into it on the 3ds um but we were really hyped up to see the movie so we went opening day we got even the pack of um, pokemon cards cards and stole a bunch more or or, sorry we're given i'm doing air quotations we're given a bunch more cards um what were your thoughts on on the movie i liked it i liked it a lot um Specifically because they made Pokemon seem dangerous. Mm. Like, you know the warning Professor Oak gives you when you walk into the tall grass yeah, and he's yeah. like, hey, be careful, you need a Pokemon. It's because they will kill you. <laughs> that Cubone would have killed that yeah. guy. Um, 
The Apoms were vicious. Mewtwo was vicious. Oh, they vicious. were on. Yeah. No spoiler. We're not going to get into any spoilers here, but. Um, yeah. The Pokemon seemed dangerous. Legitimately yeah. dangerous. That is 100%. I do agree with that. I didn't even think about that as like a positive, but now that you bring it up. Yeah. Um, I liked it not as much. I actually went and watched it a second time <laughs> um, just because I felt like I expected something else. I don't know. Maybe I was expecting more of a traditional, like the anime kind of made into real life. And I should have realized that it was kind of like seeing Pokemon in the everyday world. Like if Pokemon lived downtown type of thing. And like right. people yeah, existed you had, with Pokemon. You had mentioned that. That was a good analogy. Um, so after watching it a second time, I uh, like the first time I liked it, I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. Um, going back a, a second time, I'd give it closer to an 8. Mm. Um Ryan Reynolds steals the show as Pikachu, but I mean, that was expected. He does a great job. Justice Smith is great as um, Tim Goodman. Um, I think he's fine. Uh, the girl that plays that, I, I forget what her name is, um, but she plays the the, the reporter. reporter. Uh, she's okay. Her Psyduck is actually like, Funny. yeah, the Psyduck with uh, Pikachu is hilarious. Story's a little bit whatever. You know what? Like the villain, yeah, the, a little lame. The villain's a little lame. the The conclusion is a little lame. I gets kind of weird. Yeah. At the end, but suspend all belief. Suspend, you know, reality for a minute and just realize it's a Pokemon movie, um, and you'll be fine. It'll be okay. It's yeah. It's a good movie. It's it has enough laughs in there, even if you're not a Pokemon fan. Because the second time I went, I actually went with uh, my sister and her daughters, and they're not Pokemon fans. They know a Pokemon, like they know Pikachu. But um, other than that, like they got the movie. I had to explain maybe. Which one like... is that again? Sorry, who's what's Pikachu again? <laughs> um. I had to explain like one or two Pokemon, like certain abilities that they have that wasn't really explained, but it's not even a big deal. I don't want to get into it here, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was really cool. I wish there was more Pokemon represented in the movie. In the end, I think it's 54 yeah. actually have physical appearances, though there's another 30 mentioned either through posters or but I think, talking um, and stuff like that. But the they, way they were rendered, they couldn't do anymore. Yeah, it would burn through the budget as well as... The, the sequel's been confirmed. Yeah, like They confirmed already. the sequel. So you don't want to... I mean, 54 Pokemon out of what? There's about 800 right now. It's a very small percentage overall, but you don't want to burn through all your Pokemon um, in the first movie. I just kind of got annoyed that, like... I swear I saw Growlithe, like, used 10 times. Like, there's all other of, dog all Pokemon all and stuff. All of them were used. Yeah, there's a bunch. And, yeah. But those are, like, nitpicks for actual fans. I think the movie was good it was a lot of fun um, i actually don't think that was a nitpick because it could work in the context of that city that these people have a certain type of pokemon yeah like yeah like downtown people would probably have like a certain type right. of Pokemon or whatever right. yeah that's true um but i guess i just wanted to see more because yeah 90 yeah. percent of them looked really cool i had a problem with a couple of pokemon <laughs> that i just time. thought Lickitung, I didn't think it looked that bad, but he looks very CG. Creepy. Um, like, the ones with fur, actually, I liked, like, Jigglypuff, I don't mind. Psyduck has the, the thing. Jigglypuff's not supposed to be furry. Gengar looked 
weird to me. Gengar uh, just did he, not look I like great to the me. The effects they use for him. And then there was another Pokemon in there that did not look great to me. Um, but I I like the style that they went with. So even the ones I didn't like, it's not like did oh, you know I take that um, off the screen. It was a fan who created that style. Yes, and then they actually signed. They hired him. Yeah, they hired him. Um, which is actually pretty cool that it's not just the actual creator of Pokemon that's yeah. decided to go with a more like. So this guy, uh, he would make renders, fan art of Pokemon, but in a ultra realistic style, mm-hmm. uh, nitty and gritty. And the director saw them and was like, "Hey, do you want to work for our movie?" And what Pokemon fan would not jump at that Honestly. opportunity? What's Honestly. up on the uh, what's next up on the deck? All right, so we're going to move away. That was a little bit maybe too much Nintendo for you folks at home. Let's move on to a real two real companies now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um Sony and Microsoft seem like they're getting along a little bit more than they were in the past which is very weird which is very weird because nintendo's pretty much been in bed with uh microsoft as of late but uh, what's the news with sony and microsoft sony and microsoft have released a press release saying that they will be joining forces but not in the way you think um so we're not gonna see the ps box no 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 or the Xbox Six, I guess. Yeah. Or five. The um, X station. X station. Yeah, that's better. Um, no, no, no. Um, it's not necessarily game related, but it's pretty much game related. Now that big old Google is joining the fray. Stadia. Uh, with their Google Stadia, mm-hmm. um, which is their streaming service for games. Um, Microsoft and Sony seem to be uh, sweating a little bit under the collar, uh, getting kind of nervous. So they are actually teaming up um, going forward for streaming purposes. Now, now this absolutely has nothing to do, at least the press release, has absolutely nothing to do with gaming. But since Google came out with guns blazing, everybody's pretty yeah, much saying to... hey we're getting ready for you you can't take our market share yeah they're um, trying to get their horse in the race as well basically or at least mention it to people so they know that uh google's not going to be the only one so trying to steal a little bit of their spotlight i guess you could say right yeah pretty much um and both parties bring something to the table sony brings um its experience with superconductors and the actual processing of microchips uh microsoft brings its network experience um both of them have dabbled in cloud uh but coming together as a force might just rock google um now microsoft obviously has more uh departments than gaming so this actually falls under um, Microsoft's other department mm-hmm. for now um, because both companies have already started the ball rolling with their next gen systems Yeah. Um, but it is very interesting because Microsoft doesn't have that many 
first party exclusive exclusives. Yeah. Uh, the only per- people to rival Nintendo with that type of content is Sony. Um, so if they do come together, that would rock the industry as a whole. That's kicking out Nintendo. That's kicking out Google, and that's kicking out Ouya. Um, so yeah, interesting times. And like uh, Ricky the Leaf said, uh, Nintendo has been in bed with Microsoft with the release of Cuphead recently, and even the crossplay and everything. Crossplay, Minecraft, and I mean Fortnite at the time, which no longer exists. But and the ability to sign in to get achievements. Uh, Xbox achievements will be coming, yeah. on the Switch. Yeah, I mean, this... It's exciting. I mean, it, it's cool to hear this whole thing with Sony and Microsoft. Um, but yeah, I think it's more... It's more of a press release just to... scare Google a bit. Everybody's saying that. Right? Yeah, because Google came out and then that was the big talk about it's, Stadia, right? It's, um, or Stadia. It's, I'm not exactly sure how it's pronounced. But... Stadia. Like a stadium. Oh. And then it's just instead of the M, it's IA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the name of the game is Cloud-Based Services. Games oh, yeah. as a Service. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure after this next gen... We are going to cloud base, all digital. Say bye bye to physical. Yeah. Well, look at the sad, the Xbox sad. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I mean, ridiculously priced. Uh, the value proposition there does not make sense to me. Fifty dollars cheaper, but you lose your Blu-ray player. Yeah. And it's digital. But only. at this point, people have Blu-ray players. I understand, but like they're also giving you games that you could get with game. Uh, like you're getting three free games. One is a. 10 year old game with minecraft sure and i think all games but you they can give you never count four. out oh, minecraft never count i understand out but forza 3 is not even <laughs> the latest uh sorry forza horizon 3 is not even the latest one that they give you i don't know but it's interesting to, that streaming you, is the future that you bring up sad because uh sony also had a streaming handheld with the ps <laughs> yeah that was a little bit uh too ahead of its time uh that was actually a pretty cool system in terms of its design. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was just a digital only, which uh, unfortunately failed, and also came at the end of the life cycle of that system as well. Exactly. Kind of like um, the Game Boy Micro. Um, this was actually not on our list, but just because it got mentioned, um, there was a Minecraft announcement what? earlier this week. You didn't see it. It's supposed to be like. Um, an augmented reality game. Oh, I've seen it. It's supposed to be like, life. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like Pokemon Go, but Minecraft. Right, right. Um, which is weird. Which is super weird. Just imagine people walking down the street looking at their phone while they're playing and like building Minecraft stuff in real life. So you're going to hear a whole bunch of ridiculous news stories. Do you think it'll be stories. as big as uh, Pokemon Go? I don't know. Minecraft is still played It's by, huge. I know, it's huge. Yeah. But Will the it be actual as- app looks like how- it looks weird, and it doesn't. Um, I don't think it uh, lends itself well, or as to well walking around. to walking around as Pokemon Go yeah, does, yeah. right? Um, because I, I think if I were playing Minecraft, I'd kind of just want to play it in front of my computer on my console. But I understand the whole concept of like seeing it right. and like the real world. We'll see. I mean, 
it was cool. It came out of left field. No one was expecting it because yeah. I know um, Niantic's coming out with their Harry Potter game, which <laughs> I think got um, a soft release or something in Australia yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not going to cover that much. Just thought, I just remembered that. Um, we're going to go jump into our last news topic, and it's about beloved Ubisoft. And they came out with an announcement that there are, I believe it's three, right? Yep. Three AAA titles that will be released before the end of their physical year, and their physical year ends March 2020, the end like of their March. Their fiscal year? Their fiscal year, yes, sorry. Um, they It's three games that, have no, uh, that don't have an actual release date already, right? Mm. But it mm. can be games that we already know exist or they have confirmed existence of. True. So, for example, it can be uh, Beyond Red Good and Evil. Red Steel 2. Can... <laughs> I mean, Red Steel 3. <laughs> yes, it could be Red Steel 2. Um, AAA, by the way, I believe, I'm not sure the exact amount, but I don't know if it was like $50 million is the budget at least for a AAA title by Ubisoft standards. So they actually have like, it's pretty black and white in terms of what they consider to be AAA. So smaller games, of course, you're not going to see Child of Light 2. Yeah. I, I mean, Any, you can unless it goes um, basically PvP and it's like Division right. or something. Pretty much any UB art games, you're not going to see. Although I still say Rayman is a AAA game. Uh, I, I think it's a AAA game in terms of quality. Rayman's amazing. But let's talk, let's actually talk what we think what are some crazy ideas we think or what possibly these three games can be? Um, so, all right. So we're ruling out um, Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, because they had, I believe there was an announcement earlier this year that the beta, closed beta, uh, will come out by late 2019. How, do you, so, how would you get a part of that beta? You sign up. I don't mm. You remember how they're even doing that art thing with yeah, Beyond yeah. Good and Evil? I'm not sure. But report. that could get pushed back too. Because yep. they're saying by late. So that that game might be next gen. That's what I'm thinking still. Uh, but we'll we'll see. So we're gonna say no to Beyond Good and Evil uh three. So I'm gonna two, s- sorry. say uh Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell is right now what is the highest rumored one we haven't seen yeah. one since conviction i believe yeah, yeah and conviction was amazing i love the overlay of objective Wait, what Summit. about uh blacklist blacklist was before that oh i right. think conviction was the last one i okay. think 2011 right right um sometime around there um yeah so i think we can, we're both in agreement that we think it's splinter cell um i'm gonna throw one out there rumors have watchdogs 3 to be announced I don't know if that's as obvious. I swear Watch Dogs 2 didn't do as well as Ubisoft wanted, but I swear well, every game doesn't do as well it, as Ubisoft exactly. wants. Exactly. Any um, AAA uh, title nowadays. Uh, expectations remember, are ridiculous. Remember Tomb Raider? And, um, oh, yeah. I, I remember that. <laughs> it's the highest selling Tomb Raider game, but it, 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 it was failed below, to meet our standards. And they hit like 8 million sales or something. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, Watch Dogs Three. I mean, Watch Dogs. That makes sense. It makes sense. And Watch Dogs Two was very well received by critics and fans alike. Yeah, because the first one had the whole debacle about it being downgraded from 
the E3, like how it looked at E3 right. and then when it was released. I personally like the series, especially but the first one, which I think is underrated. Also, the, um, the sequel was an actual proper sequel. It introduced things that people were clamoring for. Yeah, and it wasn't just press X to hack. Right. Um, it was more of a felt more like an open world game. San Francisco was pretty cool. I mean, the first one was Chicago. Right. Um, that's something they did really well with both games in terms of world building. But you, uh, the story was still really cheesy. Yeah. Um, but the characters at least had more person personality in the second game. Um, but yeah, there's a chance it's Watch Dogs Three. I don't know if it's if that is one of the games because we still haven't even seen it. So you got to remember, this game's got to be announced officially and then released by March of 2020. That's easy. So basically, what we're saying if it's Watch Dogs Three is E3 is coming up. They're gonna announce it and it will get like a November release. Yeah. Um, it could be a game out of left field similar, I mean this could be another game, but similar to uh, Mario and the Rabbits. Like an exclusive to the, to the Switch basically? To the Switch that uses another Nintendo IP because they've been hitting it out of the park with Nintendo recently with the Star Fox inclusion in Starlink. And the actual Nintendo, I mean, Mario vs. Rabbit. Mm -hmm. I would say I would go with a sequel to Mario vs. Rabbit. Mm. Um, though, to be honest, the DLC, the Donkey Kong DLC came out this past summer. But that game still sold really well. I think it might be one of the best third-party games on the Switch in terms of sales. And that game was so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um, another one, and this is one that I don't think it's going to be... It, but Prince of Persia would love to see that series come back. But I feel like the Prince of Persia series kind of is dead because of Assassin's Creed. Right. Um, so I would love to see a Prince of Persia game, but I highly doubt that. Um, I mean, I guess we were talking about this earlier. It can be Assassin's Creed. Have they confirmed that there's an Assassin's Creed coming out? Nah, but I... Okay, so at first I said it couldn't be an Assassin's Creed just because of... Odyssey, yeah. Um, but then I could, I was like, hey, Nintendo didn't get Odyssey. Uh, Nintendo could get an exclusive Assassin's Creed. Yeah, built from the ground up for the Switch. Yeah, and they can use that same Snowdrop engine that they used for Division and they used for uh, Mario Plus Rabbids. Right, exactly. And then you have um, Captain Falcon will be like the main guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. It can also be, let's see, I had a list here. The Crew 3, very unlikely. It's very unlikely. I don't even, uh, Crew, that, I, I'm hoping that series dies. I like racing games, but was very disappointed with Crew 1. Even yeah. more disappointed with Crew 2, even though it offered <laughs> so much more. The racing, and other than the planes, everything just feels wrong. I don't know. Jeez. It doesn't handle well. The boats don't handle well. The, oh, rubber, the rubber band AI is a mess. Um, the graphics are decent enough for like an open world type of thing. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, another one that I haven't heard much about that it could possibly be is a new South Park game. Oh, that's a good, that's a good guess. Yeah, like the Stick of Truth and Fractured Butthole did very well. And Fractured Butthole came out a while back now. So for them to do a third game, I think. Like a year or two? Yeah, I don't know if it was last year, so probably two years, I would say. Yeah. Because it got ported to the Switch last year, so I yeah. think it was, yeah. Um, 
Do you have any other ones possibly that you can think of? Mm, so we said no. I mean, potential. Well, you say no Rayman. I say could be Rayman. Yeah, if they announce Rayman, I don't think they consider it as one of their AAA titles. But um, AAA, it could be a brand new title, but Ubisoft not really into that. They're more about sequels nowadays. Yeah. Um. No, I don't think I have any more Ubisoft games. Yeah, Far Cry just came out with uh, exactly. like an expansion pack, so I doubt that. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe they they will surprise us. I I'd be most excited if they did do the whole Switch exclusive where yeah they work with uh, one of the franchises or a sequel to Rayman. I um Rabbits. Rabbits. Mario plus Rabbits. Oh, what if it's just a Rabbits game by itself? Oh man, <laughs> or they port? Or it's a collection, an HD collection yeah. of the the Wii games. Uh, I don't know. Exciting times. We're gonna know a lot coming up to E three. Ooh we. Um, we will in a future show. We're gonna do it all. E three, our predictions. expectations, predictions, maybe some memories from the past some of our favorite shows favorite moments cringy moments <laughs> um especially with these yeah, yeah. um, although um aisha is cool who Isn't it aisha tyler or whatever oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, mr caffeine was it mr caffeine that oh yeah let's never speak about him again. tom calancy <laughs> tom calancy <laughs> oh man um oh rainbow six Rainbow Six, though, has officially been announced. Oh, true. And I th- believe it has in October. I forget what the game is. I don't know if it's... Um, Reckoning? Oh, wait. Is it Rainbow Six? I think it's Ghost Recon you're talking Ghost about. Ghost Recon, yeah. I'm confusing um, those series. That's how much I care about those series. <laughs> but, yeah, it could be uh, Rainbow Six. It's been a while since they released something, right? Um, and that's it for the news for this past week. I mean, it's not all the news, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's the news we care about or the news you care about, the listeners. <laughs> um, and we're going to move on into something I like to call generic master debaters. But <laughs> we haven't really spoken about if that's what it's going to be called. Um, where every week we are going to alternate, Amriel and myself, coming up with a topic or a question in on anything gaming and we're gonna have a discussion about it it can turn into a debate especially when it comes down to talking about which game is better in a franchise aladdin or, for the super nintendo okay aladdin for the genesis is much better no 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 much better but that is not the topic for this week <laughs> um Actually, we did not speak about who would have the topic for this week, but I have a few topics. I'll let you go, Maestro. Okay. Let us talk about the top five games you first played ever. First game, uh, top five games you first played ever. Um, We actually spoke about this a little bit earlier this week uh, because I know... I knew off the top of my head what was the first video game I've ever played. Now, the other four can be interchanged maybe with a group of like 10 games that I played roughly at the yeah, same time. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, uh, these were them. So my first game that I ever remember playing was Tetra- uh, Tetris well, on the original Game Boy. 
Released in 1989. I was born in 1988. No, I was not playing it at one year old. Um, but... How old were you? Do you, do you remember? Four? Three, I was young. I was Ooh. very young. Because I remember playing it before going um, to, like, school. All right. So that would be, like, four years old going to school, like, junior kindergarten. Huh. Um... I mean, I'm not saying I was good at it. I don't remember how good I was at it. But I was just so fascinated with it. And even that led to um, when we went to Portugal when I was young, my dad bought one of those like fake handheld things where you get 100 games in one and they're all variations of Tetris or block dropping games. Was it one of those gray consoles with the yellow buttons? Yeah, with the yellow (laughs) buttons. And it had that, uh, like, it's just... Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, so yeah. nasty. It's such a product of its time. It didn't even look good at its time, let's yeah, be honest. I always wanted one. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my first game. I don't know if you want to go one by one or just should I list the games and then you go to your games? Uh, no, you could you say your list. Okay. So my other games are Commander Keen, An Invasion of the Vorticons. <laughs> For future reference, I'm just going to consider it Commander Keen because I'm not going to remember the rest of the name. Super Mario Land on the Game Boy, The Simpsons Arcade Game, and Tiny Toons Babs Big Break. As you'll see, most of my games are Game Boy games, the original Game Boy, because that was the first console I ever had. And then my sister got a PC pretty early, and that's why Commander Keen is on there. That was a great um, platformer by id software the same people that did doom and wolfenstein 3d but this one was not as violent (laughs) and not as first person-y because it's a 2d platformer um but i guess that got my love for platformers early on even though um i didn't really get uh, i mean genesis platformers were were not as great as Nintendo platformers platformers. for the most part. Thank you. Mario is still king when it comes to platformers. (laughs) But um, that's why Super Mario Land is on there. But yeah, lots of, like, I have a lot of nostalgia for uh, those first few games. It's funny, though, looking back, the only game that I really would say that I still play to this day is Tetris, Tetris. just in a different (laughs) way. I'm playing Tetris 99, which is basically the original Tetris against 99 other people. And of course, Super Mario Land. Mario. Um, is a 2D platformer that just got refined over and over again. And you until... played the uh, 3D Tetris too, the virtual uh, reality Tetris. Tetris Effect. Yes, Tetris Effect, which is actually my favorite Tetris game of all time. You know, we're going to do a Tetris show in the future, <laughs> probably instead, I don't know of, about that. instead of our E3 predictions. We're just going to talk about every Tetris game ever released. We'll do it as which like a five part series. Which is your favorite Tetramino? <laughs> um. I, yeah, they should have like a one of those Facebook uh, personality quizzes. <laughs> Which Tetramino are you? Yeah, you are the L block. <laughs> um, but yeah, that so that's that's my uh, the games I remember the first five games I remember playing. What about you? The first five games I remember playing are all for the NES because my cousin Vance had an NES. Um, I was probably five at the time. Um, and this is in no particular order, but I'm pretty sure number one is number one. Uh, so number one, Duck Hunt. 
Uh, playing with that NES Zapper was like nothing I've ever done before. Yeah. I've played with toy guns, but never toy guns and a TV. Um, and that gun just had a satisfying click. Uh, number two, Super Mario Bros. Because of course, and I think it was the version with that Duck was packed Hunt. in with Duck Hunt. Um, I remember the first time I played Super Mario Bros., uh, I just held down the right button, the right D-pad, mm-hmm. the run button, and the jump button. And for some reason, uh, I beat the first level without dying. Oh, wow. Beginner's luck, obviously, uh, because I could not beat the second level for many, many years. <laughs> uh, number three, Paperboy. Um, I remember enjoying Paperboy when I was younger. Which version? Oh, the, the, NES. the NES. Okay. Uh, but that's a hard game. I don't think I was playing it correctly <laughs> when I was younger. It's funny that you mentioned that. It, you could carry on, but I, w- I want to come back to Paperboy and Let's my experience. No, my experience too. I remember playing Paperboy, but for some reason, I don't think I played Paperboy properly as well. Yeah, of course not. No one did. <laughs> no, like because you're supposed to throw the newspaper the into, into the, the, mail, the slot. mail slots or on the front door or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember playing it, and I probably failed every time. But I thought I was doing what was right or enjoying what crash. I was doing. You yeah. probably avoided the obstacles. I think that's probably what I did. But yeah, yeah. Um, but Paperboy, yeah. Number four, uh, Double Dragon, uh, a classic beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Uh, two rad dudes fighting for their girls, <laughs> um, and the OG of uh, beat 'em ups. I don't know if it's the the original original, but I uh, would say OG. Yeah. Um, number five, another beat 'em up, and this is a classic. And Microsoft actually has the rights to this now. Killer uh, Instinct, Battle Toads. <laughs> Um, and actually, Battletoads and Double Dragon actually had a game together. Um, I do have honorable mentions. Uh, my honorable mention is Tetris, but again, for the NES. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tetris was like a mainstay. I always thought it was a Nintendo game. I never knew it was like a third party. Yeah. Um, but I want to also honorably mention Commander Keen. But I played it much later than you played it. We played it when we got our, like, computer... What was it? Like, 3.5 or whatever? It oh, yeah, Windows, Windows 3.1, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a great game. But I played it, like, much later in my life. And they, were, they had, like, seven episodes or seven games yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. That was, that was a sweet game. The the old DOS sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battletoads... I actually never played until just a couple years ago when I played it on um, Rare, Rare Replay. Replay. Yeah. <laughs> always heard about it. Always heard about how tough it was, like the cool pause music that they had in it and how people always wanted it to be remade. Right. Um, did battle? So, did, was there ever a Battletoads for the Genesis? I don't think for the Genesis, but there was an arcade Battletoads. Yeah. I rem- yeah, yeah. Which was also included in uh, Rare Replay. Right. But I don't think there was one for the Genesis. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. Um, because when I think of Battletoads, I sometimes think of that Genesis game. Is it Boogerman? Boogerman, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it kind of... He was like a superhero. But it kind of looked froggish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I sometimes think of that. But it's not... That's not um thing on uh, on the Genesis. Battletoads on the Genesis. Right. But if it's on there, uh, please don't don't kill us. <laughs> um, 
but very respectable list. As you can see, his is very NES heavy. Mine is very Game Boy heavy. I mean, it's just yeah. the console. The funny thing with yours is your console was already older at the time because if you were four or five when you're playing that, that's early or yeah, like ninety two. Let's say ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, yeah. The system came out in eighty five. Yeah. And I think the Game Boy came out in eighty nine. Yeah. Um, though very primitive in technology, anyways, the Game Boy. But um, right, right. Uh, what was that little anecdote you told me about your coworker? For what? Uh, so he has a coworker that he asked what his first game was, and the coworker said, "Oh," <laughs> and he said, "This is how young my coworker is." Basically, he wasn't sure if this was the first game he played, but he said this was the first game he remembered playing because of how much fun he had with it. So it was one of his earliest games. Kirby, Kirby's Nightmare, or Kirby, Kirby, sorry, Nightmare, Kirby and Nightmare and Dreamland, which was released on the GBA probably back in like 2002. Yeah, <laughs> I remember playing that too, but I was like 13 <laughs> when I was playing that. Great game, um, and looks amazing still on the GBA. I think the Kirby games have aged beautifully. I think GBA games in general have aged beautifully. That might have actually been 2003. Maybe 2003. It's a remake, basically, of an NES game, of Kirby's Adventure, which is the first console Kirby game. Right. Um, but it had more content in there where you could play as Meta Knight, and just the graphics were just so nice. Um, but yeah, that's basically what he said as his, uh, first as his first game, which I was like, oh my god, I'm talking about the original Tetris in like black <laughs> and white, and this guy's talking about Kirby, but like Kirby's 10th game in the series, and Kirby has like so many games Lord. um but yeah anything else you want to cover about those uh like any other special mentions I was, i'm trying to think of special mentions with me it'd probably be other game boy uh, games that i had yeah all my other special mentions would be uh nes games like the ninja turtles game yeah that was hard See, I don't. Uh, I never played um, the NES beat 'em up one, right. but I remember playing. I think it was Hyperstone Heist, but that was much later on the Genesis. Right, right. I was probably like seven or eight at the time. Uh huh. Other than that, my first console that we owned was the Super Nintendo. Okay. And yeah. So my first game was Super Mario World. Ah. Yeah. See, the Game Boy we own, my sister won in uh, some sort of contest or whatever. Oh, sick. But the first console we, like, she bought me a Genesis. Oh, right. And the first game we played, Animaniacs is the game we own. Yeah, that's pretty decent. That's nothing to scoff at. No, I loved it at the time. Yeah. Looking back at it now, the game's not that great, but it had a cool mechanic where you could change between the three siblings, the right. Warner Brothers and sister. Um, and like they, that Viking game. Yeah, like Lost Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and each one had their own special ability, basically. But I mean, it was a basic platformer for the most part. Right. But it was it was cool. I I spent too much time with that game back in the day. Um, but yeah, I did want to mention my my pick, which was um, the Simpsons arcade game, which people usually fondly remember as probably the best Simpsons game ever hmm. until Simpsons I, Hidden Run came out. I, I like Bart's Nightmare. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have nostalgia. Jumping. I have nostalgia for Bart's Nightmare and Virtual Bart and those shitty uh, 2D or um, <laughs> those yeah. Those are all right, man. Those are all right. Uh, anyways, Crusty's Funhouse. Uh, <laughs> that one's terrible. Um, 
but the Simpsons arcade game, I remember playing it in an airport when we were going to Portugal or whatever. So that's why I remember it being one of my earliest games. Um, being like, oh, this is so cool. It looks just like the cartoon, even Which though it, it does not. <laughs> not look like the cartoon. The drawings were so crude. Um, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I would love to see that actually get a proper just re- remake. Yeah, remake. You know how they did like the DuckTales remake? They should do that. Yeah. Well, this game was re-released on the PS3. Like the arcade version, so like, uh, and then it was taken off the store because yeah. I think um, Konami lost the, the rights. rights to The Simpsons, but don't quote me on that. Um, Did you download it? I have it on my PS3. Oh. So unless there was a patch that automatically like got Most rid of it or whatever. Valuable PS3, yeah, ever. which I don't know where it is. But um, <laughs> so yeah, that was our generic master debater topic of the day. That's probably going to change by the second <laughs> time we do this. Um, but you actually got two because you heard about our guilty pleasure franchises as well. Oh, yeah. We will make sure to Never run these <laughs> and run these by each other before we start recording. But you know what? This is this is growing pains. You got to crawl before you run here Word. or walk. Um, but other than that, anything you want to talk about for gaming plans for this next week? Is there? Anything specifically you're looking forward to or you're going to be playing that you know of? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to be trying to complete SteamWorld Heist. Um, I played the first mission. It is a turn-based kind of game. So it's completely different than it's completely different. what they do with all their SteamWorld games, basically. Um, I want to play SteamWorld Dig 2. Do not have the system for it. I want to play SteamWorld Quest. Don't even know if that's out as yet. Um, that's a card-based uh, yeah. RPG. So weird. Uh, the world of SteamWorld is amazing. Uh, the characters are well-written. They're funny. Um, they look amazing. They're animated well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to be continuing my journey of completing Super Mario Galaxy 2 once again. Why waste your time? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally beating Champions Road for super mario 3d world nice how about you um well first of all fun fact i have never played a steam world game and i actually don't have um any excitement towards them i'm sure if i played it i would like it but uh, you would yo that first one is so sick i i should but maybe one day uh but i'm gonna finish with detroit become human oh yeah to get the platinum in that i'm very close to finishing the story and then i'm sure i'm gonna have to jump back check a trophy guide to to get the platinum in that you're back on your trophy hunting, yeah right? i'm i'm a trophy whore in the past that uh left the business but uh got back in um i had to do one more hit exactly and then after that I have either Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is too really? much of a time crunch, yeah. But I'm probably going to do the Spyro games. That's next on my backlog. That's three Platinums for the price of one because you get the three Spyro games. So I'm going to play that next. I don't know if it will be next week. Um, and then just switch, always Tetris 99. Oh, yeah. Play some Smash, some Mario Kart. Rayman. Stuff like that. Rayman. Daily Rayman challenges. I'm ranked 160 in the world. That's gross. It is yeah. very gross, but uh, I love Ubisoft. What can I say? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that's it for this week. Um, we hope you guys had a good time listening to us ramble, rant, just go on and on 
about, about games nothing. and nothing <laughs> here on this really late Saturday night. But when you're listening to it, it probably will not be a late Saturday night, or I feel very sorry for you. <laughs> Anyways, this is Generic Side Quest. <laughs> Thank you.